we cannot let the actions of other men and on a side note, due to the choices that we made and the boundaries that we fumbled, we cannot let the other actions of men dictate how we treat the next man, right? That is still God's child. That man still deserves grace. That man is still a human. So we're going to continue this conversation that I had last week with C. I've titled this one, How We Emasculate Men because we do have some work to do, okay? And then also I want you to be thinking about when you're out here in these dating streets, like, and it's not so much like what I bring to the table because if a man ever asks you what you bring to the table, I want you to run. But it's more about how are you loving? How, like, what is he getting from you by being with you? Or are you just wanting a man just for the simple fact that you feel like you need one and you don't wanna be single? What is he getting out of being in a relationship with you? What is he getting, sis? Okay. So we're going to go ahead and get into this episode, but I do encourage you to listen to episode 52 before you get into this one. And I will link episode 52 in the show notes. As usual, my name is Rika. This is Single You, the podcast. Reach out to me if you need to. The doors to Single You Academy. Like you're thinking you want me as your coach. I got you, girl. The doors are going to be opening here in the next week because it's basically March now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so DM me the word boundaries if you have questions about that. Otherwise, the application is in the show notes. The, like the link to the application is in the show notes, okay? I said, how did you wake up this morning? Welcome <laughs> What's up, girl? My name is Rika, and thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. Whether you've been listening for a while or you just stumbled upon me. Hello, I am a certified NLP life coach. Now, NLP, let's get nerdy for a second. It's Neuro Linguistic Programming. You can Google the rest of that if you want to know the rest of the nerdy stuff, okay? So I'm certified in that area, a.k.a. the single girl's life coach. I am a self-love coach and a boundaries coach. Listen, I got that boundaries and that self-love on lock, okay? <laughs> All right, so I am your host and also the founder of this podcast and Single You Academy, which is my online coaching program, community, and resource for single women. Now, before we get into the episode, let me just put a little disclaimer out there. All right. I am not a licensed therapist, so I am not to replace a therapist. But I will say this a lot of my clients, they have me as their coach, and then they also have a therapist because it is my job to hold you accountable to the things that you say that you want. So if you want to stop tying your worth and identity to men and stop being a man pleaser, you need help on that self-love and boundaries area, then I would be the coach for you. And maybe one day that coaching relationship with you and I, yeah, it's just me and you right here, hey, <laughs> will happen one day. You can always reach out to me. My Instagram is open to you. On Instagram, I am just me Rika. And of course, I will put my name in the show notes. All right, that's it. I'm your host, Rika, and let's get into the episode. This is Single You, the podcast.
Oh my goodness. Okay. So I do want to get to the men and your clients. Again, let's be a fly on the wall. <laughs> do they say the same thing? Like there are no, so I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember right? just kind of uh -huh. generally. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. in general, um, and I've, and I've seen, uh, both black and white men, married, single, divorced, et cetera. Um, and the resounding frustration that I hear with them revolves around emasculation. Mm. When, I, when I said earlier about how the, the femininity, the feminine energy, the, fem, the feminine operation characteristics of womanhood are really taught out of us. Mm. And so mm -hmm. when we tell me more, when, tell me more. Yes. When yes. We get, when we get into these relationships, if you are a, a heterosexual um, couple, when we get into these particular dynamics, then we are trying to operate in just as much masculine energy and characteristic as our male counterpart. And we want him to be strong. Well, some people do. Some people want weak men or I use weak loosely, but I've heard women say, I need a man that I can control because when I can control, I can be safe. So that's a whole conversation for a whole nother day. I was as a whole different conversation. Yeah. Those are yeah. not my clients. So yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. So coming back to that, I get a lot of men that say my wife, my fiance, my, my, uh, my partner, my woman, my babe, she won't let me be the man. She won't let me protect, provide, and, and, and be here for her because she is so used to seeing either her mother who did everything, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, or she has issues that she's trying to prevent from happening in this situation. Can, it, can you explain, maybe give us some examples of what that looks like when we're What's the word demasculate? Is that the word demasculating? Is that a word? Emasculate. <laughs> yeah, emasculate. I'm like, emasculating. Right, right, right. What does that look it, like when we're so doing it, it, especially it, as black women? Yeah, 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 yeah. So it can be very, 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 very subtle. Um, and, and, and things that you wouldn't even recognize in day to day that chip away at a man's ability to stand in a position of, of leadership and power in the relationship, if that is the type of relationship that you choose to have. Um, so for instance, if you all are driving and he makes uh, the wrong turn, well, why did you make that turn? Because he made a choice to make that turn, right? If he asks for direction, then I'm sure that he will solicit you know, your advice or you control the money and he spends something. He works too, but he you manage the money. And he purchases something that he wants for himself. Well, you didn't ask. Well, he's also an, an adult who works every day and makes, makes money, right? So it's almost like you become the mother in the marriage. Or he wants to, he is in so many ways, if not blatantly asking for you, to stay, stay home one night with him, not go out with the girls. And it's, well, I'm gonna do what I wanna do. You're not considering who he is to you and who he is trying to be to you before making decisions for yourself 
Um, and not to say that that is selfish, but it certainly can come up. Oh, wait a minute. You're trying to control me. And it's like, no, I'm trying to I'm trying to connect with you is what I'm trying to do. Um, I just I see a lot of situations. For instance, let me tell you about this. Let me tell you about yes. this. So More time. Yep. And then I have another question. Yep. Go ahead. Go okay. ahead. So I spoke at um, a couple's brunch. And I did a keynote, uh, it was a, a great event and different couples were there speaking. And it was uh, a predominantly black event, very much based in um, the church. Uh, and as much as is in the church that we try to talk about, you know, we, I want a man that can lead and a man is ahead, black women, y'all not even letting them be. Because you know what I saw? When they went around the room and the couples introduced themselves, you know who was the mouthpiece? The woman. The women. Yep. <laughs> yep. And do you know the look on the men's faces? They the men looked terrified. Like their voices had been shrunk. Like they did not know what to say. They did not assert themselves. It was me and my husband went went with me. Um, and so afterwards I said, I said, did you notice anything interesting about when the couples were speaking? And he was like, yeah, he was like, all the women spoke. I said, it was like, they almost like, it was like, I'm in control. And the men were very small in the space. They were very small in the space. So I think that this results from grandma and auntie and mama talking about all men are dogs. Don't let no man do this to you. And a man, a man will run over you if you let him. And it's like, we've not been taught the beauty and the softness and the balance that can happen in a relationship when yeah. we are operating in those two energies like yeah. we could. So here's what, where I wanna take that. Because like you said, there's it, it's in the nuances sometimes where we're emasculating him, right? Mm -hmm. And then remember, we were just talking about a scenario of being ghosted. Mm -hmm. That may be one of the reasons. And I'm not here to say if it's right or wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, I, you know, yeah, that, no judgment. To be honest, right. Yeah. To be honest, I have been ghosted. I recently have been ghosted. And to me, I always go, well, at least I didn't have sex with him. You know what I mean? Like, because the level of access you have to me is like, I, if you do ghost me, I, okay, you weren't suitable for me because the way that I think about relationships and marriage and stuff is totally different than the woman I was in 2017 and prior. So that's where the, um, that may be where some of the ghosting is happening, but regardless, he just wasn't suitable for you. Um, and so we're also not saying that you don't get to speak up. Obviously Siege literally just gave you a script for you to set a boundary you know, with grace and just have a conversation. So I just want to make sure they're hearing you right. Like you are allowed to speak up as a woman because I just feel like right now I, I can just see it. I can feel it in the energy. Mm -hmm. Women are like rolling their eyes because I think we- But you know what? Wait a minute. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on, mm -hmm. Rika. So when I spoke, I spoke about, I use the words that your your presence, right? The words that you speak to your your partner are like honey to him. You are you are sweetness and softness 
and nurturing and, and, and love and comfort and reassurance for him. And do you know the women who have been married for years, as I looked around the, the room, rolled their eyes? And you know what happened? I knew it. Know, I knew it. Do you know what happened after I spoke? The men no. lined up to come and talk to me yes. about what was going on in their marriages. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. The information that I'm giving and I'm holding is so powerful. You can have any man that you want, but you have to get out of your own way. Yeah. And I learned, and I think that's a part of doing the work as well, that mm -hmm. what I learned, especially when talking to my cousin, DJ, shout out to DJ. He's been on my podcast a couple of times. Even Devon Franklin's book, The Truth About Men. Men are very sensitive. And I think that we have this picture in our mind of like, you know, especially us millennials, we grew up in the 90s, so Jody, right, of baby boy. Like, we think all men are like that, and we can just run over him, and we can cuss him out, and this and that, and blah, 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 and that he'll just take it. But I feel like, and you can tell me as a licensed therapist, see, men are sensitive more than they let on. I won't even say that men are sensitive, because that, yeah. that implies that they shouldn't be, that they shouldn't feel what I will say is that men are human and we are all born there we go. Full range, that we are all born with full range of emotion. And it is never okay to disrespect your partner. And I see women all the time. I see women do things to men that if they were done to women, we'd be up in arms and, and neither are okay. All right. So Yvette and baby boy, is what I would call a headache. There's no, there's no way. Like, and, and women think, I don't know if women, women perceive that as being a strong black woman or cute or whatever. Like, that's not cute. It's not attractive. It's not attractive to call a man out of his name. It's not attractive to blast his, the things that he's com confided in you and throw them up in his face when you're angry. It's not, those things are not okay. Those are not healthy things to do. And so why would a man be attracted or want a wife that I think I would ghost that too. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and I saw, um, I saw an instance where a woman was talking about this guy asked her out for a day, but it was for coffee. And she was like, coffee, like I need to go to dinner. Do, do you want to eat? Like, are you getting a free, like you're trying to get a free meal or do you want to have conversation and mm. talk to someone who's interested in you? Like, what are your motives? Yeah. Why do you, yeah. why do you, why do you want to be connected to, to somebody to have somebody to control? Yeah. 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 Like really, really search yourself. Like, is it mommy issues? Meaning did mom do some things? Like what did your mother teach you about womanhood? Did she teach you how to, cultivated and for it to be a healing presence for the people that come into contact with you or did she teach you how to wield it like a weapon did she weaponize woman womanhood did she weaponize uh, sexuality right like you, you these are the things that you need to be asking yourself 
when you're trying to prepare yourself to be somebody's partner, how is a man benefiting? Right. Because evidently, you know, we bring everything to the table, so we got it all together. But how is a man benefiting from being with you? What is the benefit? That's so good. I was going to say the motive, I feel like, for a lot of women is because they just want to be married. They don't want to be a partner. It's no. not they think they do because, <laughs> oh, we're in a relationship, so I'm a partner. But actually not rolling your eyes when somebody is telling you you're probably uh, emasculating him uh, while doing that. And the, the other thing about, you know, because... Referring to your, um, you know, it used to be, oh, that's my boyfriend, right? If we're not married, that's yeah. my fiance. But now we're using the word partners. And I get that. But I also want to make this distinction only because you talked about, you know, a lot of your audience there in the church. Husband is not just a title. It's an action. If you go and you look up that word, it's very much a steward. So yeah. do you want a steward over you, right? One that is healthy and appropriate and of and worth, you know, worthy, right? They've done the work for themselves to be that steward for you. Or do you want a partnership? Do you want 50-50? Be very clear. Don't say you want 50-50 when you really want a husband. Don't say you want a partnership, everything equal. Because that's what you're going to get. Right? Yeah. I don't want a partnership. Yeah. I have a husband. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. So I, this, the, you know, that language for me, that doesn't resonate for the kind, the kind of relationship that I, the marriage that I am. That in. you want. Right. Right. And, yeah. and that comes with doing the work and knowing who you are. Right. Yes. And that goes yes. back to knowing um, the level of access you will allow men to have to you until you know exactly where you're going. Yes. And that actually leads right into my last question, because remember, I, I had asked you because you said something in our pre-conversation and you were like, you don't want women to, to see, to, to be seeing where it's going. Right. And, and you feel like, you feel like women know in the first day, second day, um, whatever, if he is suitable for you or not, if you're doing the work. But my question was, is there a level of seeing where it goes? And I'm going to use that example that you just said about emasculating men. Mm-hmm. So say I am, so here's a scenario, because y'all know I love scenarios. Mm -hmm. Say I'm in a relationship, or we're talking, right, in a talk bit. And I did say something about, why'd you just take this left? And he does not communicate with me that that emasculated him. Is there a level of teaching that I could do? Because, right, so I'm a woman. So I think that there's a a level... There's a level of teaching that the man could do. Because here's the thing, right? He's in the driver's seat. Yeah. Right? Like, so if he doesn't know where he's going, there's GPS. He can also use his mouth to ask you if he's at the point where he doesn't feel like asking you what would be, you know, whatever that, you know, the man thing is with directions, right? So guess what? If I'm in my feminine energy and we're dating and we're going somewhere, and you portray to me that you know where we're going, I'm going to let you drive. Now, if you ask me, right, if you solicit my advice, I'm going to be like, well, no, I would have taken the, the left back there, right? So there's a there's a level of knowing oneself to be able to communicate one's needs, whether in this scenario or any other scenario. But I think for women, it's like, don't, don't, we don't know everything about everything and we don't always have to control the situation 
we don't always have to predict and anticipate what's going to happen. Like we don't have to be so hyper vigilant in these relationships. Like that is a sign that you maybe have not healed, that there's maybe some other stuff going on. So, um, you know, if it takes an extra 30 minutes and you're dating, that may be the, the funniest 30 minutes, you know, that you, you know, th those may be memories to kind of look back on where you were able to fall back in that femininity and say, I just let you take the wheel. Like, I just, I let, I trusted you to, to get us where we were going. Even if it took that extra 20 minutes, well, I could have been, we could have been there 20 minutes ago. If you would ask me like, yo, did the world fall apart? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so we come back to that, to that needing to be right or needing to to correct, needing to correct somebody. Right. Is it worth it? Like, chill, mm -hmm. relax. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Yeah. yeah. And so if there's. So, first of all, what I hear you saying is like, relax. Dating should be fun. I'm reading the book, The Power of Now, right now by Eckhart Tolle. Mm -hmm. And I would say, don't let that be your first book uh, <laughs> of reading if you're doing the work, because this book is deep. And I feel like you need to know a little bit more of the language of spirit spirituality and healing before you get to that book. But it is about being in the now and not mm -hmm. always like the goal has to be marriage. Yes. And, I, and is this a yes. red flag or is this not a red flag? I'm glad you brought that up because uh -huh. a lot of people, that's the number one tool that I teach is being present. Thank you. Thank you again for supporting Single You, the podcast, okay? Whether that's by sharing, listening, and even leaving a review. Now, if you want to support monetarily and you want to get some merchandise, some merch from Single You, the podcast, I got you, okay? So I do have throw pillows available. I have four up right now with different sayings on the pillows, like literally the, the throw pillows that you would put on your couch or even on your bed, they have affirmations on them because an affirmation for you, girl, it deserves way more than a post-it note. Okay. So one of them says happily single. That's on the pillow. Another one says singleness is not a punishment. That's on the pillow. Another pillow says, sis, don't do all that healing just to date another broken man. Okay. That's on a pillow. And the other one, my favorite, my personal favorite is my lock screen on my phone. Uh, I took a picture of the pillow that I have and um, I put it on my phone. But anyway, that one is happiness over history. We should all be striving for that. Okay. <laughs> Those throw pillows are available at single you.shop. And of course the link is in the show notes. Once you order and you get it, I would love for you to tag me in your stories on Instagram, wherever you want to tag me. I would love to see the pillow that you ordered. Okay. All right. Mindfulness. Because a lot of people are either in the, in the past or in the future. They're very rarely are they in the present, right? There's a, a my favorite Erica Badu, um, lyric from window seat is when she says i don't want to time travel anymore i want to be here i don't want to be stuck in the past i don't want to be in the future i want to be in the i want to be here in these moments life is so sweet when you can be present in the now 
that needs to be on a t-shirt. I don't want to time travel anymore. I definitely don't. And um, that's a continuous work that I um, am working on. So I just want to go back to that scenario one more time and we'll end this. Because I feel like the word narcissism, oh. love bombing, all of these titles get thrown around yes. at men a yes. lot. Yes. And 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 I, I want to hear what you think about this because I feel like we villainize. Yes. Is that a word? We villainize yes. men too yes. much. So in that scenario, if we were going on a date and I noticed that he took a wrong turn, yes, I could say, hey, you know, why'd you take a left or whatever? Gracefully, not what attitude, what you doing? We about to be late. Woo, woo, woo. And if I see him visibly upset, and that's what I mean by like, is there a level of like teaching? Because then I feel like I can say, listen, if I upset you, let me know. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I don't get to walk away from that situation and call him a narcissist. No, because that's not that's a human emotion, right? Yeah. Like so 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 narcissism narcissism is a pathological disorder that has certain criteria that have to be met in order for that to be in and it is not every dude that you come into contact with because for real for real I, we could we could throw do the same to women and, and say that all women have borderline personality disorder oh my god you're so borderline right like your your acrimony the, that movie right um, but we don't do that, but we, we do, we, we villainize men and because that takes the accountability off of our behavior that precipitated whatever happened. And I'm not talking about power and control, abusive relationships. That is not what this conversation and these it's comments about, are, no, are, are about. This, that's right. totally different. Right. I'm talking about, he didn't, he didn't text you good morning, beautiful, or you text him, hey, what you doing? And he said, you know, nothing. And now you're calling him a narcissist. That's not narcissist, narcissism. If you were with a narcissist, you probably wouldn't even know it, notice it until it was too late, meaning you were already well into the relationship and connected. So, so trust me on this. Um, that, word has, that word is being thrown around and used just like gaslighting. Every time I hear somebody use the word gaslighting, it is not used in the correct and proper way. Okay. Yeah. So, so I do, I agree with your statement about men being villainized, particularly with being called narcissists. Mm -hmm. um, the, the level of teaching again, that comes into how we talked about earlier, being able to communicate, being able to say, Hey, I noticed when we were when we were driving and I saw you going the wrong way yeah. and I interjected directions, I noticed the response. Can you help me understand what that was? <laughs> C is out here giving you scripts. You better write this down in your notebook. Can you help mm -hmm. me understand? I'm not assuming. I'm not labeling you. I'm not calling my girls, talking about, girl, he got mad when I told him to take a left. That nigga a narc. Excuse my language. Yep, but that's, that's what we good. do. Yep. Right? 100%. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But a woman who's done the work and who knows herself and who is mature can communicate and say, I noticed, right? This was my observation. I don't want to assume. So can you shed some light and help me understand what that was? Right? Because then he could say, Oh, it reminded me of this, or I was frustrated because my GPS wasn't working. It wasn't about you. My apologies. 
next time, you know. So that's how you learn a person. That's how you learn uh, where I can support you on this yes. journey, right? Yes. That's how you learn each other's yes. needs. But we don't do that. We're, we, Our egos won't allow us to be vulnerable or to be wrong enough to ask the questions. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like, or, and it goes back to what we were saying, like, do do you want to be in a relationship or not? Like it, this is a relationship. Like it's communication. Yes. Right. Yes. And it's like, Oh my gosh, being back in this, these dating streets, I'm, I I am proud of myself because I see the way that I'm maneuvering different, the way that I no longer judge men or his actions. I no longer judge his character and I no longer judge oh my gosh, that means there's something wrong with me or I'm too much. I just, it, it is what it is. And I'm getting in that space more, right? And there, there's still, I don't want to lie to anybody. There's still fear there. Mm -hmm. There's still, am I too much? I mm -hmm. talked about this with Cameo um, about two weeks ago on my podcast. Mm -hmm. It's there, but I know how to maneuver it and set it down now mm -hmm. for a second and not operate from that space of ego of like, oh my gosh, you're a narcissist because you didn't text me for two days. But I'm also like, we're not together. Why does and people have, yes, and, pe and he's yeah. not obligated to, and people have no. lives and things happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And for me, that is how I learn the level of access he is allowed to have to me. So if that, in that scenario, I asked him, hey, you know, back there, I didn't notice you get upset. Could you please, you know, help me understand why, you know, um, if he doesn't know how to communicate with me or he gets angry, like angry, then I would probably walk away and I would say, okay, that wasn't suitable for me. But I probably still wouldn't call him a narcissist. I probably no. still, I would just be like, he wasn't no. suitable for me. And he doesn't know how to regulate his feelings right now. I don't yeah. know. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and I just, it is what it is. And I walk away. Yeah. So, or yeah. he may explain something that, guess what? You didn't know about him. And now you yeah. learn something new about this person. And maybe you learn now how to approach the situation. Just like hopefully if something happened with you that seemed out of proportion, he would ask you and not label yeah. you borderline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And not label you, you know, whatever. But he would learn something new about you. Yeah. 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 And that's we how don't you do learn that anymore. That we don't do we don't do that. We don't yeah. we 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 are so afraid. We we let that fear stop us from asking the right questions. Um and then we also when we get the answer or we have that gut feeling or whatever, we are also afraid to walk away cuz we say, "Oh, okay, well, you know, that's I I can change him. I can make him not get upset. I can Yeah. Okay, so if we could if 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 helping somebody right or like giving somebody advice would change them then i would therapy would not be a thing yeah people would, people have to come time. to their their own awakening their own realization their own aha moments yeah 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 that's I'm why just... you have like girlfriends and like and you you talk about the same problem over and over and over you're giving her advice because yeah. she's not come to it on herself, you know, on herself. Her own. Yeah. 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 So now you can't yeah. change anybody. Can't change anybody. Yeah. yeah. I just, every time I have these conversations with you and everybody I have on my podcast, especially for you, the therapist that I have on my podcast, like I'm just so proud of myself in the work that I've done. It makes me so happy to be a woman who 
can finally say I give men a lot of grace, but not to my detriment anymore. I have humanized them. I have taken out the villain mm-hmm. and I have set my boundaries and my, my, my access level is just, mm-hmm. it's like, I just, I'm so proud. And so for you listening, that is the space that I want you to get in because this space over here feels so peaceful. And I know what it's like to be the woman, like the girl on the TikTok that I saw when another relationship doesn't work out and you feel like a failure and you feel like that time is ticking, especially if you want kids. I feel like I'm privileged because I don't really care if I have kids or not. So I'm privileged in that area. I don't have a strong desire for that. So I do understand that level as well, but it's not a guarantee. Um, and it does not uh, associate with your wholeness. So <laughs> I will end on that unless there is anything else you need to say, see. I think you covered uh, all the questions wonderfully. Yeah. So, yay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. And one more disclaimer. I will never tell you I'm an expert in this area. I am just speaking from my lens and what I learned by being in an abusive relationship, by not knowing myself, by not having self-love for myself and not knowing how to set a boundary to save my life, girl. So just remember that I'm speaking from my lens. And after 18, 19 years of radio, September of 2020, I stepped down from my full-time radio job to focus on what God is calling me to do in this season. And this is it. I'm called to guide you, girl. I'm called to guide women who need to hear that singleness is not a punishment and you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. That's what I'm here for. So if that's you, I want you to share this episode, especially if I say something that resonates with you. Share it with a girlfriend. Sharing is caring. Also, can you subscribe to this podcast? You will be notified once a new episode drops. So definitely subscribe and rate. Rate this podcast. Okay, please. I don't know if you know how much it actually helps like a host like me, an influencer, how much a rating, a share, a like helps us. So please help this small business owner, me, Rika, that's me, (laughs) by rating this podcast as well. Lastly, my intro. Here's a fun fact. It comes from my old morning show. I used to have this morning show on a station here in the Tri-Cities called Power 99.1. And my friend, my co-worker, one of the greats in production land, James Tyler, he had made that for me for my morning show, the Just Me Rika show. And I was like, yo, on my podcast, I need that intro back. (laughs) And he made it for me. So thank you for that intro. Thank you for the production, James Tyler. Uh, Of course, it was inspired by Beyonce's Flawless. Yeah. All right, girl, that's it. Thank you so much for listening to Single You, the podcast. And we'll talk on the next episode.